You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. This is a retirement podcast, yes, but it's not like any other financial show that you're listening to. So if you like us, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. You can always weigh in with your questions too at retirementsolutionradio.com. Now, I always kind of like to do a temperature check with you, John. Do I need to check my fever? <laughs> am, I, do I, am I coming down with something? I hope not. I mean, no, I need you to stay well because uh, there was busy. a period of time in the middle of the year that I think I had like it on a holster, like it was almost a, a carry concealed weapon. I had that thermometer right there on my side <laughs> pocket, just in, just in case someone said, "Hey, John, you do need to check your temperature before coming here before you triple bag that mass sun." <laughs> it's nice to see some of that, some of that kind of going Subsiding, away a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah. take it uh, and uh, stay well over the holidays. Uh, we need you right now, but I want to do a temperature check on what people are asking about right now. Oh, yeah. I know as we get closer to year end, different concerns come to mind. Taxes, uh, this market has been a little oh, bit yeah. uh, crazy and all over the place. What are you getting the most questions about? Uh, the two biggest ones are tax changes and inflation. Mm. Um, and of course, tax changes and inflation are what's causing a lot of this volatility in the stock markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we're going to talk a little bit about that later on because there is a lot of turbulence, a lot of ups and downs that are making a lot of people a little squeamish, yes. a little nervous. They're breaking out in those sweats in the middle of the night. They're pulling out their own thermometer, making sure they're not <laughs> sick, just making sure they're just uncomfortable. That, that queasy effect yes. we get when markets act or misbehave in ways that we don't like. Now, but Jennifer, I think inflation's a big one. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you've been thinking about retirement or heck, if you're especially if you're already retired, if you've seen the prices in the grocery stores and the prices at the gas tanks, I mean, this has got a lot of people sweating, especially if they got a whole bunch of dead money out there. Mm -hmm. I had a lady that told me the other day, she says, you know, John, I just have always felt comfortable with, you know, $200,000 in the bank. It makes me feel better that I know I have money that I can get to. Mm -hmm. And she said, but do you know how much money I made last year in interest? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it's a lot. She said, $68. (laughs) And and I said, hold on, hold on. Did you have $200,000 in the bank roughly the whole year? She's like, yeah, I sure did. Uh And I'm like, and you made how much? $68. And I went through it. I thought, well, maybe that was for a month. Or at least for a quarter. Uh huh. No, she made sixty-eight dollars on the year on, on two hundred grand. Wow. So of course, and this her, she brought this to my attention. She goes, "Do you know what you can do with sixty-eight dollars, John?" She said, "You can't even pay my cable bill." Right. And I'm like, I, "She goes, I have all this dead money, and finally I realize." What you've been saying, I'm not earning anything from keeping it safe. I'm losing my money safely. Yeah. She said, that's a terrible idea. I'm like, well, I've only been saying that for, I don't know, three or four or five or six years now. Right. But now it's starting to resonate. People are starting to realize, my gosh, honey, we just paid $93 to Philip Buick. <laughs> we need to call our banker and beat him up a little bit. Make him give us some better rates. But guys, there's some other things you can do. You can do other things to get at least inflationary rates of return, four or five, six percent. And then you don't have to be so freaked out. You're not going to be hyper risky. Some of it you can even do with some total safety, actually, believe it or not, some of the strategies out there. So you just got to figure this out because I tell you, this is going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one if inflation stays high, causing all this market turbulence and people are still earning nothing on that dead money. Mm. Kind of on a related note here this week, John, this story reminds me of this commercial from our youth back in the 80s. Listen to this. This is your brain. This is drugs. 
This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Between that and Nancy Reagan, <laughs> I, I had no interest in ever doing drugs. It really did sink in, even though that was a I simple commercial. I totally remember that. And uh-huh. it was one of the guys from like 21 Jump Street or something on the one I remember. Yeah, one of those yeah. uh, Richard Greco or whatever his name was <laughs> that did this thing. And uh, man, if I'm right on that, that's just off the top of my head. But, uh, but, but one of these guys, they did that. And, and I remember thinking, that's a big deal. I never did drugs either for that exact reason. Uh-huh. But it starts to make me think. Maybe a lot of our politicians uh, ended up like that egg somewhere along somewhere along the uh, the, the years there, and it kind of makes you wonder. Uh, that would uh, at least being... semi explain their behavior, <laughs> especially the one in the uh, main office up there right, right uh-huh. now. But uh, uh-huh. so we're not saying here that your brain will suddenly turn into an egg in a frying pan. But Market Watch used this analogy recently when it comes to inflation. What we're talking about today here, John? They say this is your brain on inflation, and they go on to talk about the real cycle logical impact that rising prices over an extended period of time can have on our spending mindset and the purchasing sure. decisions that we start to make. Uh, I'm wondering, are people talking about this with you? Do you think we're starting to see that impact on our spending? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's already starting to freak people out a good bit, especially those that are that are right at that point of retirement or, or a lot worse if they're already retired because they're seeing what things are costing. And, and many people, even if they have a great pension, and guys, I love pensions, but even if they have a great pension, often that pension is not inflation driven. It doesn't increase every year. They realize they're on a fixed income, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, it starts to make them very paranoid. They start to think, man, maybe, maybe John, I, I kept thinking I was going to do that, that cruise next year when, you know, when finally I don't have to worry about the COVID things and when everything opens back up. M- maybe I can't afford that anymore. I, I, I don't know. And guys, if you look at the psychological impact of consistently increasing costs over time, especially if we don't have a good amount of inflation protection on our accounts, it's really damaging. It starts to make people think if they're thinking about retirement in a year or two, they just keep pushing it off, you know, push it off three, four more years, push it off four or five more years. Next thing you know, they never got to think about doing all those fun things that they thought about, you know, their entire life. Yeah. They kept postponing it, like going to see Willie Nelson uh, play live in Austin before he's gone, right? Right. Or or all these other things. And, and, And that's a big deal. We don't want you to live that way, by the way. You don't have to. But guys, what we need is a, is a section of our portfolio that's inflation protected. You don't have to have it stock market based if you're freaking out about the stock market, although some things uh, are actually pretty attractive when you look at it. They can at least give you that four, five, six percent of return that you can spend annually, and they actually have more protection in your portfolio than sometimes that growth stock fund. <laughs> so if we don't have that protection, that's what causes people to screw things up in their mind. They start messing up the retirement goals because they just don't have the right plan and we can fix it. But you have to have the right plan and you have to seek it out. And I know when some people are trying to figure this out, John, they're saying, okay, I just need to make enough so I can take out say 4% of my portfolio every year. We've all heard kind of that conventional financial wisdom. But Mm -hmm. uh, Morningstar says, maybe forget that rule and let's change it to the 3.3% rule, (laughs) which uh, sounds more complicated. But that doesn't sound great either. So uh, what do you make of what their argument is here? And should we kind of revise our expectations on what we can withdraw each year? 
Well, sadly, if you have a traditional-based portfolio that has mostly stocks or bonds or mutual funds, I think Morningstar's correct. Mm -hmm. They basically say because of the lack of interest rates on that safe portion of our portfolio and because of how expensive the stock market is right now, we're looking at sustainability. They say you really can't pull 4% right now and ensure that it's going to last you in the long run. They say you can pull out less. 3.3%, 3.3%, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, that's that's so miserable if you think about it. On paper, we could be a millionaire. We could be a millionaire in our in our IRA, and that's going to generate a whopping $33,000 a year of income. Ugh. That's absolutely horrible. Yeah. So the thing about it is, that is if you use traditional money management mutual funds only. There's so many ways that you can actually make that better. If you decrease the cost of those mutual funds by using things like exchange-traded funds, and they're offered by some of the best companies on the planet like Vanguard or Fidelity or Schwab or BlackRock or iShares, when you look at those things, they can be so much cheaper that can benefit us a little bit. But here's the thing. If you use tactical money management, Jennifer, we have seen, we've used artificial intelligence to project going forward. Most of the things that we design, people can pull out more like 5.5 to as much as 6.7% a year from an all market-based portfolio and not have to worry about running out over time. Jennifer, it just requires a different strategy. So before anyone retires and starts pulling money out of that portfolio, they need to find out which strategy is the best for them and can they stick with it? Because as long as they can stick with that strategy, chances are it's going to work in the long run. Like what you hear? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. And thanks for listening to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuer insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.